price, price is, is important, important. <laughs> and customer satisfaction is priceless. This phrase is key for Roricondo customers, past and future to know. Have you visited our Bloomfield location? Visit Roriconda.com for all of your vehicle needs. And now we start the Ajagov podcast from the Mars exhibit at Carnegie Science Center. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word Jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word Jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the f*** out of you. Yeah, Jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, Jagoff? This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. Hey, it's Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. This is John and Rachel, the Ejago Podcast. If you're listening for the first time, please, please, please go subscribe. We would really appreciate it. There you go. That's what we say. Yeah. We also, in case you're not privy to our sketch, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we have a blog post where we call out Jagoffs. Typically, the term Jagoff is a term of endearment. John and I are making sure that everybody kind of wraps a hug around a Jagoff because we're all Yinzers. We're all Pittsburgh people. But once in a while, we have to call out a Jagoff. And you do it well yeah. when he's driving. And the cool part is your daughter called out a Jagoff this week. Your we daughter go. called out you as a Jagoff because you were loading the groceries. And instead of your daughter helping you with your groceries, she she stepped back and took a picture. She took a picture. Of you parked over the line she while did you were not loading watch your groceries. So Correct. Addie did the right thing and she pointed did. out a Jagoff. She thought it was funny and she went home and told my whole family. But nonetheless, yep. Yep. what's the chip and salsa Jagoff rate? The chips I can't and salsa remember. were the Super Bowl where after the Super oh, Bowl party, yeah. there was just a bunch of flakes of salsa in yeah. a bag and someone put them back in the cupboard. Yes. Who does that? Who Just throw does them away, that? right? So annoying, yeah. yeah. And still celebrating Black History Month, we had our friend Carlos Carter come on from the Pittsburgh Urban League chapter and uh, he's just a fantastic guy. We've had him on the podcast before. Phenomenal motivational speaker and life coach and we got to chat it up with him about what we didn't know as far as the Urban League. Tommy Harbaugh then gave us a jag off. Uh, it's, you know, the shopping buggy carts, the carts just They're easy. kill me. They're the fact easy. that the shopping buggy is six feet from the corral, and this one even less than that, you stopped just six feet short of yeah. putting it where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Drives John crazy. Drives He'll point it me out. Nuts. Yeah. Why be, you know, we're lazy enough that they have to hire people to return the buggies for us, but now you can't even get it to the shopping buggy corral. True story. So right. get it together and report any of the jagoffs we need to know about. We are so happy to be here because since we did the Moonshot Museum, I forget how many months ago now, we've talked about how we needed to move on to the Mars exhibit here at the Carnegie Science Center. We spoke with our friend Jason Brown from the Carnegie Science Center on the radio talking about all of this on unveiling, right? Mm -hmm. But here we came on the busiest Saturday so far of 2023, and we're so excited to learn a little bit more, so we're going to have to welcome We got our steps in, so come Come on on in, Jason Jason Brown. Thank you so much for hosting us. We're so happy to be here. Thanks for coming. It's great to have you here. When we started talking, just the introduction that we've only met over the radio, that kind of thing, we were telling you that we wanted to come here since we had talked to the folks over at the Moonshot Museum. And you said there's quite the correlation, right? Yeah, we actually are partnered with them. So we um, we worked with them when we developed exhibits. We kind of worked together on that. You know, NASA's whole thing for the next 25 years is Earth to Moon to Mars. And so they're Moon and we're Mars. And it's a, it's really just synergistic. And I hate using that word because it's sure. pretty cliche, but it's it really is. So we've, we worked with them. We used the same exhibition development company, oh, okay. different, different teams. Um, so that's why our exhibitions are 
complementary but not overlapping. So they really flow well together. And uh, those guys up there are just phenomenal. Um, that whole company is phenomenal. And so I actually uh, was invited and joined the board of the museum up there and because we want to make sure that in the long term we continue to work together and we grow together and move in a parallel so, track. And so all smart. of this is really yeah. to educate kids on the fact that there's really a space outlet for careers. Absolutely. Right? I mean, here in Pittsburgh, we thought of other things, you know, the old days with the steel mills, and then now it's uh, medical and technology. Now this is yet another higher level of technology to expose our kids to here. And it turns out that actually, if you were to take Western Pennsylvania and Ohio and West Virginia and put them together into a single ecosystem, it would be the, I believe, the third largest space industry ecosystem in the country. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there's a whole, it turns out, I, I didn't know much of this until we started this um, exhibit, until we started working with Astrobotic and Moonshot, and also what's called the Keystone Space Collaborative, but who are really an industry group um, around the space industry, and it turns out there are space industry companies throughout this whole region. So you'll see them in this exhibition. And it's not only companies like Astrobotic and um, Kenametal and Bosch, but it's the universities. It's CMU, it's Pitt. It's, it's, so it's it's big. There are a lot, there's a lot of manufacturing going on here that goes straight into, the, into space, really. And I love the fact that whether you're interested, not interested, know about, don't know about NASA, the whole space structure, coming here and learning is key, but the fact that there are so many partnerships, look at how much this has grown as an entity. Like I'm walking in here as a kid, right? When I used to come and it was like, oh, you have to come for a field trip, but at least I'm going on a field trip. Right. It is so much fun now to come here because it's almost like, for lack of a better term, we're tricking these kids <laughs> into learning yeah, so much, right? right? Mm -hmm. And with all the partners that we have right here in our own city. Yeah. So. The example I use, my sister uh, used to make pumpkin pies, and she would take a block of tofu, yeah. and when she put right. it in the oven, it would bake the tofu right into the pie, and so right. you'd have this pie filled with, you know, all this goodness in it. Right. right? <laughs> and we're, we do the same thing, right? Like, it's very... Oh, hi, buddy. Hey there. Um, hey. No, it's <laughs> um, so we do the same thing, right? It's, we, we're all about having fun. We're all about, you know, kids coming... I mean, right here, right? Kids right. come and have a great time, but at the same time, they're learning. And this exhibition is completely different because... You know, for a long time, I think science centers in general, but us, we were all about kind of saying, here are the facts of science, right? right? And what you'll notice when you walk through this exhibition, actually, is that it's questions. Everywhere there are questions. What do you think about this? How do you feel about that? Why are we doing this? Because the idea is we want people to think for themselves and come up with their own answers. Exactly. That's such a good point. Yeah. I think you already answered this question, but so this is not, uh, typically museums can go out and buy an exhibit, kind of rent an exhibit right. and come in mm -hmm. and kind of like just move it around. This isn't that. This is uh, created originally mm -hmm. for the Carnegie Science Center. Yeah, this was almost, it was about a two-year process, which actually in terms of exhibition development is very short. Um, normally it's about a 30-month process, but we shortened it because we wanted to have it open. And the exhibit that was here, as much as people loved it, it was getting a little long in the tooth. Um, and so this was a about a 22-month um, plan. Uh -huh. We had our internal team building parts of it. We had the, an external development company, external fabricator, um, along with a number of subcontractors who helped put this whole thing together. So it's it's a permanent exhibit, which in our world is about seven years. Okay. Um, and so oh, wow. the plan is that this will be here and exist for that time. But one of the things you'll see is, um, for example, over here on the um, Dream Big Space, which is the big Martian right. settlement, yeah. mm -hmm. that's going to evolve over time. And so we are actually going to build that over seven years. So it's designed originally to be for a thousand settlers. 
but around the outside of the rail are all these questions. And so each qu we're going to change the question every three months. And it's basically saying, listen, here's a challenge faced by the settlers. And you are a settler. Here are three options for how you can proceed forward. What do you want to do? And we're going to aggregate those votes. And then based on democratically what comes out of it we're going to build the next piece wow. of this yeah. exhibition so it's going to oh, evolve get out. that's cool so, so over the next five to seven years this thing's going to grow with all kinds of new energy and new facilities and new schools and all sorts of things based on what the visitors say so it's a it's a little dangerous, I think, you know, yeah. but it's, uh, we're really trying to practice co-creation with our visitors. That's a That's, great point. I know we learned at the Moon Museum, like, this creates even another type of lob. Like, who owns the space on the, on the moon? Who owns exactly. the space on Mars? So it, it's creating just that in, inquisitiveness in kids at this point, because who would have ever thought of that? You know, who owns it? We right. don't know. Well, that, that's a great question. And actually, Ugh. I hadn't thought of that question. And so the way we used to design exhibits was very top-down. You know, the leadership would come up with an idea, we'd build it, we'd put it in, we'd install it, we'd raise money for it. And, and what we're doing now, what we did for this one is we actually started by sending out a survey to all of Pittsburgh. We had these community right. listening sessions with, you know, folks from the north side, with students from Pittsburgh Public, with educators, and we basically asked them what kinds of questions do they have about space. Um, and the questions came back, for example, is the first person is the first nation to get there, do they get all of it or are we gonna share the resources? Will there be health care on Mars? If we can wow. if we can engineer a new planet, why don't we just fix the one that we're on? Why do I care? These are actual questions that came out of this. Why do I care about going to space when my neighbors don't have enough money for food? Oh, wow. So that's why we decided that this was going to be a question-driven exhibition. So you'll see in here hydroponic and aeroponic installations because that addresses that food insecurity question, right? We can talk about how you grow food on Mars, but at the same time talk about how that technology can provide food for an ever-growing population here on Earth. So the, really the, the big idea is that the same stuff we learn by going to Mars is what's going to help all of the rest of us who never go to Mars live better lives here on Earth. So you learned Man. something beyond what the exhibit was really about. We literally so came up cool. with space. We yeah. said, we should do something on space. We have a brand new planetarium, and this is right outside, so we right. said we should do something to complement the two, and so let's do space. But then I stepped out of the process. I didn't. I knew that if I said, hey, that's a great idea, or that's cool, it's kind of like tipping the scales a little sure. bit. So I stepped out, and we left it up to our exhibits design team, these conversations, and this company. And the first time I checked in was about four months later when they were 50% of the way done with the concept, and they said, it's Mars. And we were like, Mars? Why is it Mars? I thought it was on space. And they said, because this is where the process is driving wow. us. So we really tried to create this inclusive process where it wasn't being determined by us. Yeah. It was being determined by our the community. Right. Yeah. That our, cool. our whole philosophy going forward is relevant science first. So the most important topics in science. And what's relevant to me is not necessarily what's relevant to all these people that are here today. So right. we, we want to ask them what matters to you and create the exhibition that is for them, not for us. And then does the, the question continue or has the groundwork been laid? So like, do you kind of plan to, ex to maybe show something else based on the questions that you were given? Yes. Yeah, so okay. we, we have an iterative plan for this actually. Okay. So for example, the, the, the ongoing expansion of the settlement, we have a number of other interactives which we withheld for temporarily because for budgetary reasons um, but we plan to it, actually it won't be static for the next five to seven years it's going to be changing constantly I love that. yeah were you wow. a space uh, aficionado prior to this or did this you 
you almost said nerd. Well, you a, almost said nerd because you're a space geek. I was a space geek. I mean, I don't know if I was yeah. an aficionado. So okay. I, I used to, uh, I taught astronomy uh, right. at, okay. in high school for uh, a few years. Um, and, you know, who doesn't love space, right? Yeah. Like I had a oh, telescope and yeah. all those things. So I've always loved space. But I think this provided me with a little bit more... Uh, oh, yeah. Like a real insight into it. Because the other thing about this, too, is it gives agency to the people who come here. What we want to show them is, listen, space isn't just, you know, men in white, white astronaut right, suits, right? right? There's a whole industry of people. There are marketers. There are lawyers. There are... It's the same... And that's one of the reasons we work so well with Moonshot Museum. We have the same philosophy that, listen, there are a million opportunities out there, and you can be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And the other piece we wanted to make sure the kids understood is the future is yours to decide, right? This is not being decided for you. So when we ask questions that, you know, when you walk in and you see a question that says, what kind of society do you want to live in? That's talking about a settlement on Mars, but it's also talking about a settlement here. Because yeah. we want kids to think, well, I guess if I want this kind of settlement or if I want this kind of society, I actually have some power to change that and make it what I want. Oh. That's super cool. Oh my well, God. and to the Yinzers out there who always complain about parking and traffic, huh. there's ample parking <laughs> here. We got lots of parking. Multiple we got parking, parking lots. that yeah. out today, yeah. as a matter of fact, and it, it flows very, very easily. I know like, I'm, I'm going into my second version of the Carnegie Science Center because I brought my kids here on rainy days to babysit them, mm -hmm. you know, to watch yeah, you know, sure. have them do things. I'm getting ready to go into the grandkid mode, and uh, so I'm so excited that it's here. What's the coolest thing you, the one thing, oh, if Lord. you could think of one thing that you learned here? Let me tell you Mars. something, Jason. You already gave him too many props because if you didn't right. notice the scowl I had, you <laughs> said that's a great question. We have an internal competition on every podcast to get our guests to say that's a great question. Unfortunately, oh, okay. you let him go so ahead. So it's one, I'm sorry. Like it. All right. well, nothing. Yeah. So you're not allowed to just be sympathetic <laughs> Yeah, and don't do that sympathize again. with me now. <laughs> so I guess is the question, what's my favorite thing here? Or what's my favorite thing I've learned here? I think when, what's the favorite thing, you, the coolest thing you've learned here? The coolest that's thing that I've afraid. learned here in this exhibition? Yes. Um, that Mars is actually a lot closer than oh, we thought it was. Point. Not closer physically, but clo we are closer, closer to, to going. There. Yeah. And the way that we're going to get there, you know, by going to the moon and the sort of the, I didn't understand the full plan of how we were going to get there. And it's amazing the thought and the engineering that's going into going first to the moon, creating a, a launch base there. It's and a rest then going stop. To, yeah, it is. It's, really, yeah. Yeah, it's like a pit stop. So, yeah. so I think that's one of the, that's, one of the That's coolest cool. things. But and I think super cool to know that you were a teacher. You know, we have the background about you. So cool that <laughs> not native to Pittsburgh, right? Correct. Upstate but, New York. But you did the schooling, you taught, and now here you are. Who would have thought? It's an example of its own on what you think you're going to do with the rest of your life. And now look at how amazing this is. It's so funny because I used to, I, I tell the story a lot, but I used to look at my resume and be like, who is going to hire you, right? Like oh I was gosh. a teacher. I was a carpenter. I was a small business owner. I was a construction project manager. I did all these different things things yeah and I didn't really understand how they fit together but it's like day oh one gosh, day yeah. one so I got crazy. here and I'm like oh wow well, okay I need this skill and I need this and it actually wow. this is this is the job that all of those were building for I just didn't know it at the time and I think that's the other thing that we can show kids is yes you might think you can do you're going to do one thing but you have no idea and if you can develop sort of these fundamental skills where you can think critically where you can make a plan to get from A to B where you can work with other people where you can problem solve 
it doesn't matter where you end up, you're going to be successful in it. Such a good point. Yeah, that's so why I wanted you to say. Before we ask you our coveted question of the day, where can everybody find you, follow you, know about the Carnegie Science Center, particularly this exhibit online? Oh, wow. Okay. So me, um, I am, uh, I actually do have a Twitter account, but I don't You don't really, use it. I don't Stick use it with very Carnegie. Much. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, Carnegie Science Center has a good one. I am on, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on, I, my Twitter is CSC. DSE because I used to be the director of science and education. Oh, so oh I love it. Uh, okay. Um, and I never changed it. Um, but at Carnegie Science Center is where we post all of our stuff. Pretty um, easy, right? Yeah, it's very it's very easy to follow us. Yeah, and very open cool. every day of the week, but Sunday. Uh, no, we're open. Every, well, we're this time of year we're open every day, but Tuesdays. Oh, gotcha. Um, but then during the busy season, which is the holidays and um, Easter week and the summertime, from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we're open seven days a week. Closed for Steeler Sundays, um, and then. Thanksgiving because who isn't closed on Steelers Sundays I mean really. well we're also pretty close so it's uh, it gets a yes, little, yeah, it gets yeah, a little nutty it. over here I yeah. get it yeah, yeah. alright All right, question, question of the day, day. this is sort of like coincides do go you ahead. have one I do but if you have one I'll, I'm have fine one. go ahead I have one alright let's hope it's a good one because I thought mine was pretty good well wait do you want to commi- commiserate excuse us one second yeah, Jason. go for it no, you go <laughs> oh okay yeah. All right. I can I can handle two also. Right. <laughs> We're usually right. more prepared on if, the question of the if day. If you had the opportunity to go to space, anywhere in space, but you weren't sure you could get back, would you go? Oh Lord. Right. It's not that good of a question. That's I didn't a want to bust uh, on it, that is, but it's that is really a, not. That's a, that is a great question. Oh my two. God, Jason, two zero. That's two. two zero. Who is right. this guy? Um, so I would definitely go. I would say uh, goodbye and to everybody not, and go. If uh, if uh, I were like. Maybe a little older, I would yeah. do it. Yeah. So, I would miss my family. I would no definitely doubt. want to go. I think that's an experience that would. Can I take somebody with me? Yes. Okay. Sure. I've then, never then had yes. someone would, ask a part B. Yes. <laughs> if I could take somebody, if I could take one person, maybe two people with me, I would definitely, absolutely go. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fair All right. enough. There you For go. sure. There you yeah. go. Not the question I would have asked, but Jason. Jason. I can take your question. Yeah, that's do it, okay. Do it. That's do it. Okay. Ask well, him. it was going to be what subject did you learn in school that you never thought you'd utilize, and here you are. I guess writing. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, not that I would never thought I would use it, but my father was a classics professor, and so he would. I remember going back to when I was five years old, and he'd say, "How was school?" And I'd say, "Or how are you doing?" And I'd say, "I'm doing good." And he'd say, "No, you're doing well." Well, and so I like yeah, the yeah. structuring of sentences was like ingrained in me, and it just drove me crazy. And I remember thinking, like, I mean, I'm, speaking is important, and writing is important, but, but is it? it is yeah. so, so important. important. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Jason, you're a pleasure. You're We're coming amazing. back more often. Yeah, really Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much. Over. We're yeah, sleeping we over. You. Thanks. Hey, can I say one more thing? <laughs> Yeah, Can I plug one oh, thing? So, you know, you said you were here with your kids and you're resetting for your grandkids. The other thing, in addition to relevant science first that we're talking about, is we have stuff for all ages. One of the things that I heard going back to when I was first starting this job is people would ask where I worked and I'd say the science center and they'd say, I used to go there all the time, but then my kids grew up. And so yes. what we've been focused on for the last four years and what we're focused on going forward is making sure that we have stuff for people of all ages. That's a good point. So we actually scaffolded this exhibition to have questions that are, are for people who are super sciencey, for adults. We, we are getting away from Science 101, but we're also bringing in exhibitions like Vikings that's here now. Yeah. Warriors of the North yeah. Sea, which obviously, you know, who doesn't love Vikings kids, but adults love that stuff because we want to make sure that people, we want to try and get people in here it's like the tofu and the pie, right? We yeah. gotta get them in here with the pie and then help them see, wow, they have stuff for me even though my kids are in college or I'm an yeah. empty nester or that's whatever. Great, great, great. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I, a great I, point. By the way, yeah, for the rest of the Yinzers, he meant the real Vikings, not the Minnesota Vikings. So don't come don't down get here. Mad. Don't yeah. come don't down get here. Mad I would never, I would never protest. <laughs> I may not be a uh, Pittsburgh native, but I am all in on the Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers. Smart guy, Jason. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And you're gonna hear a little music right now. 
So we have our friends. Monica, you were actually on the podcast before. Yes? I was, yeah. Yes. From the Glass, Glass Center. Center. Yes. Glass Center, yeah. I was trying to think of where it was. That's how long ago. I know. It was really, yeah. Like two, some, two plus years? At least two, yeah. two, three years ago. Is that ago. why you were angry that we hadn't invited you back yet? <laughs> she was so mad. Call, you prank phone calls. <laughs> I've been wondering Rachel, where yeah. the call was. Rachel, I've been waiting. what's wrong with you? <laughs> and you brought Kelly. Very nice to meet you as nice well. Nice to meet you, and thanks for having us. Oh, we're so happy to have you. And who doesn't know Love Pittsburgh? I mean, seriously. Everybody at this point has to know. And if you don't, you need to know. So for people who may be living somewhere that don't realize, what is the little <laughs> bit of the backstory of Love Pittsburgh? Yeah, so Love Pittsburgh, we are a local gift shop. And our focus is carrying all Pittsburgh-based artists and makers. So everything that you find in our store is from somebody who lives in the area. Um, we have a lot of Pittsburgh-themed things, but not just that. There are all a lot of really beautiful, tasteful gifts. So we sell everything from candles and cards, jewelry, t-shirts, um, and like fun little things to take with you, like stickers and pins and, and that sort of thing as well. But And I love the fact that you say it's a nice little Pittsburgh gift shop, right? Because we've all grown up with Hallmark or something like that, right? Which is a great nothing against it, but the fact that you took it, you simplified it, you took it one step further and said, this needs to be about Pittsburgh. I think people embraced it because Pittsburgh's crazy, right? And that's what we want. We want more of Pittsburgh. So it's great to have these little one-offs and these little like strip district kiosks and things like that, but you guys, you prettied it up. Thank you. And you're a one-stop <laughs> shopper, yeah. too, of everything Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> I don't have to go outside in the cold today and go to all these different places to pick up all my Pittsburgh right. knickknacks. I go to one place, right, Kelly? Yeah, and you can actually go to three places because exactly. we opened. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, good point. We, we have a, a shop in Mount Washington that we opened, oh, my gosh, almost six years ago at this wow. point now. And then we have a downtown location on Liberty Avenue and then the Strip District store we've had for about a year and a half now. And that's, like, our most popular, largest, and busiest store. And, Kelly, where did... what? used to be there for people? Oh, well, Parma Sausage. Yes. And they just yeah. moved right next door. So right. they're still there, but at least a dozen times a day, people walk in and say, still. Well, where's the sausage? They don't <laughs> smell it. They don't smell the aroma. Yeah. That is so funny. Tell a little bit about your story and how the two of you kind of came together on this, because it's a great story. Yeah. Should I? You can I'll start. I'll start. You start it. <laughs> okay. So Kelly and I, we met at a meeting where it was a tech council event. So it was very like outside of the creative world. And we sure. were kind of the two creative people in the room. And we instantly hit it off. And one of the first conversations we had was about, you know, we wish there was a place where we knew we were shopping local. Right. Um, because we love the artist markets that happen um, in the summer or around the holidays. But that's not something that you can go to just right. like any day of the week and so um we had this little spark of an idea and a few months later we we said hey let's let's try it let's open a store and so you opened one which mm -hmm. was the mount washington and now like you said you have three in that short amount of time that's so amazing is that because of i mean you survived covid obviously yeah and is it because you realized there was such a demand for people whom I'm assuming aren't just Pittsburgh-based, right? It's the people right. coming into Pittsburgh who find our city so captivating and say, hey, I need to find out, right? Yeah, we were very intentional with our locations. So, you know, a lot of people come up to see the view in Mount Washington. So that made the most sense sure. for location one. And then downtown, there's so many hotels and events that happen in the cultural district. So location two made sense. And then we found ourselves a lot downtown sending people to the strip district and they were like, yeah. where should we go check out more of Pittsburgh? So then that location, like, you know, has been been huge for us. There'll be sure. like 
group of like 25 people in the store at a time, especially around the holidays. I'm sure. Like whole family outings all together, which is like so fun for us to be a part of it. How do you guys get approached? I can't imagine some of the crazy things you get approached to have in your store, right? <laughs> oh, like your Jagoff coffee? Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well scripted. That there it is. Line 37. <laughs> Kelly says the Jagoff coffee. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, a great question. Yeah. yeah. As far as as far as just, I can't imagine some of the crazier yeah. things you've had, and you don't have to say what they are, but but yeah, the the Pittsburgh items, the people are very crafty here in Pittsburgh with certain things. So, what's your sort of filter for doing it? You know that they'll go into a basket. You know that you could ship them easily because mm-hmm. we we did That's some crazy question. thing one time in that we we thought these uh, fold out uh, camping chairs would be the best thing ever because it says this is not this is my parking chair. Yeah, people uh, love them, but it costs about nine hundred dollars to ship one. Not really, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, right. Oh, yeah. right. Not really, not really. It really wasn't nine hundred. <laughs> but anyways, it was just so expensive. It was like we just gave them away at one point. So how do you guys evaluate that? What's good and what's bad? Yeah. Wow, that's a really good question. Um, Ooh, we usually don't think about shipping that much, but oh, is that right? We, okay. Yeah, we haven't had something as big as a chair. No, we've never <laughs> had anything that large. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we've had to evolve our packing materials as like our okay. prints have gotten larger. Uh, we had to yeah, make sure yeah. we had the large enough envelope mm-hmm. to pack a yeah. our Starry Night print. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just really like we, we get applications all the time. There's sure. a way on our website people can apply and we are constantly bringing in new items. I mean, so we do love the newness. We love getting new people applying. Um, but it's just, you know, is it something new that we don't have in our store yet? Is it, you know... Your store's only so big, so you can right. carry so many right. things. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and duplicates. A lot. You know, even, like, knowing... Like you brought up the coffee, for example. You know, people want to affiliate with people who are doing the right thing and know what's going on. So, clearly, that's why we reached out to you. But in addition, knowing there's other coffee there, but yeah. what makes it different? And how do you say, oh, my God... I mean, our brand is an easy one, because it is you, Jagoff, but... It has to be hard to say, I like what you're doing, but, right? So there has to be this sort of, no, we've already had this done before. But I also think you're... You're, you're forcing people to create more and be different. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's a really good point because we don't want to du- duplicate. Right. You know, we can only have so many soap makers, so yep. many people candles. that are, yeah, yeah, yep. candles. So um, we do ask people to like consider what we already offer when they're trying to bring in something new to sure, us. Okay. So like, yeah, what, what's the hole? And sometimes there's such a hole that Monica and I are both creative. So, so you, we like to fill it ourselves, yeah, yeah, too. The, you like our it. socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love we, it. We just meet these uh, socks. Uh, yeah. That is so right. cute. Right. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And then does that make room for collaboration? As we talked to Jason, what makes my heart full, you know, I've been here four decades, and I love seeing that what used to be a competition among people is now becoming a collaboration. Do yes. you see that more? I mean, we do even in our realm that why wouldn't we say, hey, we'll bring this to you. What can we do for you? You know, and it becomes this thing. Is that what you're seeing more of? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's always been this way. Oh, that's I feel great. like Pittsburgh is so supportive of Pittsburgh and Pittsburghers mm-hmm. that like it doesn't feel competitive. Good. It feels like everyone is just trying to like lift each other up and it. It feels like yeah. the best city to be a part of all this. Yeah. yeah. So if you're watching from outside the city, <laughs> like in another, you know, you've been uh, relocated or you're listening to the podcast, you can call you guys and have something shipped, right? Or something shipped to yourself or your favorite Yinzer. Or if you're here and you you, you know a Yinzer moved to Phoenix or California, oh, yeah. you can ship some good Pittsburgh stuff to the 
to yeah. everybody. We right? have everything on our website, everything that's available in the store. You can also wow. get online. So yeah, yeah, we get we have some regular customers as well who are from Las you know, Vegas, Las Vegas, Texas. You know, just repeat customers who are you know, a woman in France. Reason. Yeah. yeah. Is that right? Yeah. That's a repeat customer. Is yeah. that her name? The woman in France. Yeah. <laughs> is no, it? Go ahead. No, you go. You go. You go. Do you, why love Pittsburgh? Why did you come up with the name? Like, you could have been so many things. Why that? The, the idea. I don't remember if we asked you that before, Monica. But I go. don't know. Yeah. Okay. The idea just, like, was a random thing that came to me. And the idea is, like, it's a gift from Pittsburgh. So it's like love, comma, love. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Yes. yes. From and our it's city. funny because I told you know I'll go back to your point and what we talked about earlier. Pittsburghers love Pittsburghers, and so when people say, as I said, two people from Westmoreland County, where can I go? And I was like, oh, love Pittsburgh, and I said, make sure you realize there's a comma. You know, I think that's so <laughs> clever though because that's exactly it, and it sort of in, it captures what Pittsburgh is, right? By the way. Hashtag love PGH is one of the most frequently used hashtags. Yeah. Do you know that? Oh, I didn't know it was the most frequently used, but I think Visit most... Pittsburgh promotes that. Yes. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so it's so it helps. Cool. So yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Helps yeah. you guys. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you have nope, another question? Because I was going. Nope. Um, also, what is the most frequently asked question? Is it Steelers? <laughs> no, no okay. it's usually like, what does Yins mean? Yeah. Or what's a jagoff? Really? Yeah. What does Nebby mean? Nebby? Do you say jagoff is a term of endearment? I do. Because we do. I do. Okay, good. Okay, good. If you Check. need a hologram of us explaining it to put in your story, <laughs> just let us know. We are that. in. We're like, it's John Rachel, Rachel, you jagoff. Yeah. Unless John's driving. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. No, uh, right. This is a true story. I love, I love your entrepreneurial spirit. I love that you really love Pittsburgh. What is the day-to-day -day like? Oh, it's Because fun. it is still retail at the it end of the retail. day, and that's a tough job. Yeah, well, we're really lucky that we have an amazing team. So we have, you know, store managers who help us tremendously. Um, so Kelly and I might not be in the store every day, sure. but we still, you know, go in for a lot of meetings, and it's just amazing to kind of like walk into the store and see it look beautiful and know that like our team is contributing to like resetting our seasonal tables so we'll have like this beautiful like we just did a valentine's um scene and it's you know it's just like so heartwarming that um i don't know other people get it and can and help us in that way but yeah it's just really it's a lot of fun every day is different um it's so fun to watch the orders come in, see what people are buying, see what they're responding to, hearing the stories of people who are visiting us. Yeah. 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 And um, Kelly always says it's like a trading post because especially up in our Mount Washington store, we have vendors dropping off deliveries there. And so, you know, you can cross paths with the vendor. If there's some customers in the store, you can introduce them. And it's just like a little magic moment where, you know, cool. get yeah. to connect people. Yeah. I love cool. that. That's great. Yeah. See, that's exactly what we wanted. Where does everybody find you guys online? Yeah, lovepittsburghshop.com. Pittsburgh's all spelled out. Okay. Yeah. And if Love people, Pittsburgh are shop. you looking all the time for people? Like, do you want that application? Okay, so they can go yeah. to your website, fill out the application, as we did. And all honesty, we're not kidding. We did do this just two weeks ago. And then Kelly was like, Rachel, please answer me on this question. And I was like, I know, I know, I'm trying. It's just, yeah. I don't need nine sentences, just one number. That's why I one have Tracy. <laughs> right, right. No, but we love what you're doing and we love that you love Pittsburgh and we're excited to work with you. So thanks so much for being with us. Yeah. We yeah, said we want to bring them back. Reiterating our coffee is, is now at their store. Yeah. yeah. Stay well, tuned. As soon as yeah. we well, deliver it. Not yet. <laughs> Coming Once soon. we answer the email. Soon. That one too. Which question are we asking? All right, now? I, so, um, um, uh, well, let's ask the space question. I think okay. it's just Go intriguing. ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So 
So we're at the Mars Museum here, Mars Exhibit. If you could go to space mm. and you're not sure that you would return, mm. would you go? That's a wow. deep one. John, deep questions by John Chamberlain. Yeah. So for me, I... I'm still thinking. Yeah. yeah. I, I always... I really do want to go to space and get like the view of Earth. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the overview effect. So that... I mean, one day, maybe, let's hope that will be like a normal thing yeah. that we can do. Um, but not coming back, I don't know. No, you I might l- come I s- back. Is there, there's a chance you would come back. I guess there's always a chance yeah. you will come yeah. back. <laughs> if it wasn't guaranteed that you get back, would you still go? Um, if there's a guarantee you could come back? If there's, if there's no, no guarantee. If oh, there's no guarantee. Back, but not a 100% guarantee, would you go? You I'm, know? Like, I'm so torn because I feel like I've lived a good long life, but I just would want to continue to see my daughter grow up, yeah. so that's what holds me back otherwise yeah. i'm like i'm all in Jason, but my daughter Jason holds me back a bit off the board and he said can i take somebody with me and i wouldn't said, yes, go. He is, I, I had go. there's no way oh, i would go take them with i would me. say no i would go i would go yeah. i mean I'd, I'd have a good party on friday night and shoot the rocket off on sunday and then i hopefully would come back <laughs> yeah hopefully I would yeah have. yeah no, i love it <laughs> there would no Girls. longer be a podcast so now i know thank you so much for joining us at the mars exhibit we appreciate it thank you so much thank you for having us and we have a little valentine gift for both of you oh because and there I might be the word jag off in I saw oh. <laughs> Happy belated so Valentine. Fabulous. <laughs> jag off on. Nice, nice. This is That's awesome. awesome. All right, cool. More music yeah. coming up from Thank Matt. Thank you, girls. I must say, I want to take you. I want to squeeze you. Don't touch me. Listen, Matt faked having a family here so that he could get in right. sooner. He's like, have He's your been the musician stand next before. to me so I can get out of here quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, and he even got pictures in a fake wallet like, this is my family. <laughs> Matt, this is, this is super it. cool in the fact that um, we are under a controlled environment finally for you because the last podcast, I believe, would have been a porch tour where it was about 182 degrees oh, outside, yeah, right? Yeah, that was, yeah, the, the porch, what do you guys, the porch series. Yes. The porch, yes. Yeah, that was... Um, Zelianople was it? No, it was Terenum. Terenum, uh, like yeah. that's um, West Deer area. Yeah, West Deer area. I just yeah. sure took yeah. forever to find it. Yeah, but oh everybody gosh. was really nice it and welcoming. Yeah. There was an angry neighbor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The parking issue. Right. Parking issue. Yeah. There were parking and issues. Sweat. Yeah. And we were we brought the full band. You guys were surprised. Yes. Yeah. It was and that was fantastic. so much fun. You brought the party, literally. Yeah. And fun. then you know, full disclosure, because we had you, we were like, we'll wait a little bit. You are our immediate amazing fill-in because we had somebody who wasn't able to come and we yeah. were like, love that Matt's willing. Didn't know we were going to see you and I was like, just saw you at the February 17th card. That is a true friend. Yeah. <laughs> he was stoked to get his February 17th Happy card. belated February 17th. <laughs> yeah. Can you take me through that again, why that was created? Oh, wow. Sure. Did the interview just switch? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I posted that on Facebook yeah. all my socials yeah. and people and wondered why I had 400 happy birthday wishes <laughs> I, was like, I was like no no no, no yeah. it's not it's Her not my birthday did. <laughs> yeah and my so dad I don't know that he gets it so but, here's the yeah. story behind the February 17th card in that when we started the podcast people were on the podcast in January and then we thought maybe they forgot about us and we didn't really do our own marketing on top of that everybody and their mother sends out a holiday card right we, we do don't. not right so we figured let's pick a day that's completely random and make it look like it's yes. a holiday so That's it's a random. completely Fun made fact, up day. Matt, since you asked, it used to be February 10th. Right. But because we're late. <laughs> we ran late one it's year. Now and now it's 
the seventeenth. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot. There's a lot that goes there's into that. There's a lot. Yeah. There's I a hope lot. it blows up. I hope it. I hope it becomes a city holiday. Well, well what's super you. cool is that someone actually sent us a February seventeenth card this year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that thank was you super for asking. Cool. Catching yeah. on. Yeah. So for people who weren't listening in the summer, here we are in the winter. Your band is going full throttle. Yeah. You just had something released on Valentine's Day, right? Yes. I wrote that song for my wife. It's called yes. Torture. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I love She's it. She's smiling in the background. Yeah. Is that your daughter there? That is my she daughter. Come, come on, on in over. here. Come you want to come say hi? Come on yeah, in. She was like, look, look at her, her face. face. She's wow. Like, Shout. Hi. Because hey, of this face is why you need to go download Matt's songs. Look Every how one of cute. them. I got All you right. some special candy from Love Pittsburgh. Isn't that yeah. awesome? Made by Pittsburgh artists. And there's a little conversation. Look, it says Nebby. Where's my tour? You're Nebby. Having a great tour. So who is this? This is my daughter Maya. She's three years old. Maya. Hi Maya. And she loves sugar. Uh, Well, perfect. So I came on the perfect podcast because we have conversation hearts. Fudge. I already talked to the guys from Spectrum Fudge about that. We're going to put a big order in for (laughs) peanut butter fudge. And, Listen, uh, we're helping you out, Spectrum Fudge. We're doing what we can. <laughs> so, Matt, tell us a little bit about your music, your background. For those who weren't a bit around when we did the porch tour, give yep. us that background. Yeah, so... Because uh, you have a big band. We are, we're a five-piece now. Yeah. We just added Kate Denman. She's a keyboard player. She's, um, she's a, a senior at Duquesne University. And we got connected through her with Dylan, our guitarist. I was going to say, you had another one, yeah. And uh, those those are two of the best musicians you're going to see in the city. And so we're just really blessed to have them play with us. And just the quality of our music has increased so much having them. Yeah. People describe us as kind of like indie blues rock. Mm-hmm. But you'll see in this latest release was our Valentine's Day release called Torture, available everywhere you buy music. And there's a video that went along to it. Is it good? Delicious, huh? Good. <laughs> Her face turned. She likes <laughs> yeah, it now. She likes it. <laughs> She's happy. Um, but so torture is definitely like a, a rock song. Okay. And we let we told Dylan we wrote the song and we're like Dylan just run with it and see what you can come up with and he came up with this brilliant guitar part. Okay. That is just just when, as soon as you hear it you're like wow that's impressive mm-hmm. and so we have another release coming up in a couple of months it's going to be kind of our spring summer song it's called Madeline it's okay. just totally different style. Okay. That's so we cool. just bounce around a lot. Right. When you guys construct a song. Does everybody kind of understand the song, go off and kind of do their thing, then come back with the guitar part, the drum part, the keyboards? Or do you guys try to jam and just say, let's run through this thing? I'm only asking that question because I watched, I'm a fan of the Beatles and I watched their show and how they came up with, I forget what song it was. uh, Uh, They just sat there. Get back. Yes. Get back. back, And they just kept playing and playing and playing. Is it that way for you guys or different? It can be. I mean... We are not geniuses like the Beatles, but <laughs> typically, eh, were they? Yeah. yes. Question but, mark. So typically, what we do um, is I write, I write the music. You okay? So I write the music and like the the bare bones of the song, and then I bring it to the guys. Okay. And then we jam it five hundred okay. times before we okay. we consider it done. I see. And then when you're, and then we play it out for like a solid year. So like torture, we oh, we wow. recorded. I want to say November, December of twenty two. And we had been playing that out live for like two years, and it okay. changed. Over, like when you play sure. it live, it changes. So, um, 
you can kind of <laughs> you can kind of you want you to get some water, buddy. Conversation hearts are dry. Yeah, understood. Yeah. Note, to, <laughs> note to the singers: never never have conversation hearts before you sing. All right. So you write the songs. You it takes songs, a while, yeah. and then yeah. you put it back out. I love that. Is that becoming a trend with musicians? Because it used to be where they would kind of go write ten songs, seven songs, eight songs strategically release them but it yeah. seems like this is becoming who do we just talk to that's doing that the Shane, same, Shane Masters he trickles yeah. one out yeah. and then becomes the LP yeah. yeah but yeah I so I personally don't buy albums anymore okay I, I, I listen to Spotify and then everybody that I know either they're a musician or just music uh, fans of music they listen to Apple Music or Amazon right. Music and it's like they don't they rarely buy a whole album it's yep. like they just one or two songs mm-hmm. And so we're a part-time band. Like we all have full-time jobs, right. and it's and we always need content like social media, Facebook Live, IG Reels, and stuff like that. So it just made more sense to kind of just space them out every three or four months, and then it creates buzz, and you can do a lot around one. So because it takes a lot of attention sure. and energy, and then that also gives us time to write and record more. So in my mind, every three or four months, we're going to come out with a new song. Okay. I love that. And so now, it's fresh, yeah. Yeah. And so tortures. It's for someone who is like, I don't know that I want to listen to a song called Torture. Right. Yeah. What's it about? So it's a Valentine's Day song. Oh, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a Valentine's Day song. Um, it's it's about uh, your you and your significant other, and uh, you just can't get enough of that person, and that person is torturing you. Oh. In a positive, okay. in, a in a positive, positive way. way. It's more, it, that's the song is more sexualized. I would oh, say, okay. like, there's a video oh, that goes okay. along with All it, right. and it's this cute couple on, on Miami Beach. So we like to showcase a city for every video that we do. Oh, I didn't know that. So uh, Roger Street showcased enough, or enough. Roger Street showcased Pittsburgh. So there's all kinds of great aerial shots of our city and stuff. And so this one has, um, it just screams Miami. So we. So we've highlighted Miami. I love that. I had no idea. So you learn something new all the time. Nice. So Madeline is their next song that we're going to release, and it'll be a different city, a different feel. But it's a very, like, positive song and very... uh, very cruising your car summer type of song. Okay. So I love it. We yeah. love it. Dude, that's it, it's fantastic that one, you're able to be here with us today. Yeah, thank you for having sure me. Yeah, we appreciate and, you. Yeah. I love it that torture is now out, right? It's but, out everywhere, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Out, yeah. it's out Day. everywhere. So go and download that. Where does everybody find you, follow you, all that good stuff? So you can go to our website, all of our socials, it's music of cause, K O Z. And then we're on Spotify, Amazon, uh, uh, Apple Music cause koz and you did promise us a full band thing again we might have to have you back on a porch tour because sure. we loved like, having it was a great atmosphere being in a backyard oh, yeah. having all of you yeah. it was just that was degrees. one of monica's first fewer degrees yeah that was her first yeah. so and no like, ray wow, petland because he brought the heat yeah. right so we will not have a weather we've person tortured, there just oh, tortured, we've ray. tortured ray because <laughs> great every guy. podcast ray's been on it's poured down rain like literally poured yeah. Or it was hot like that. So that yeah. was he's not invited night, to yeah. any No more. more he's tools. done. He's welcome to come to the next one. Um, I didn't check it with my wife wherever they went, but we're happy to host you guys if you ever. Oh, oh my one. God! Yeah. In. And we'll throw a neighborhood party. Oh, like we okay. Can go. All right. We the vetted end. him. He's uh, Tracy's good. Tracy's taking notes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys can. You go can go through. You're good. fine. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Question fun. of the day. Go, John. All right. Everybody's thinking very heavily about this. Go to space. Space. You think you're going to get back, but you're not 100% guaranteed you get back. You probably will, but you're not 100%. Would you go? No. No. Yeah. I'm with you, right? bro. Yes. No, I am from Pennsylvania. I yep. live I live in, I got I live in PA. I got 
you know, I'm not really made for space. Okay. So. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I'm staying here. I have a family. Matt, I have a wife. He knew. He knew, like, right yeah. now. That's, like, you're yeah. you're asking it like it's a hypothetical, like, I'm not sure you're going to come back. Correct. That's everybody that goes to space is not sure they're coming Correct. back. Yeah, right. right. Like, that is true. Like, yeah, when I go right. to yeah. Carnegie Science Center, I know I'm. You know you're coming There's back. There's a 99 <laughs> chance I'm coming back, right? <laughs> so I'll just. That's what I said. Send pictures. That's what the exhibits are for. He's very practical. Your team, Rach, I love it. Great question. Uh, it's it. not a it is. question. Oh my God, it's four nothing. All right, Matt. On right now. Goodbye. Yeah. It was good seeing you, Matt. Right. Bring good on the spectrum Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs>It has been a pleasure to meet you both, uh, Spectrum Fudge. So tell us a little bit about what, how, because you haven't really been on the podcast. Yeah, podcast, we didn't have a lot of time. So right. kind of give that background to what you guys do. Okay. <laughs> well, and their names are, I mean, we didn't even get, we're oh, like, this I'm is sorry. Spectrum yeah, yeah, Fudge. Yeah, it's Aaron and Roger. Right. Sorry. Uh, sure. So Spectrum Fudge was created, um, I guess, really out of a dream. So from a personal aspect of our life. We have a 12-year-old son on the spectrum and then a 14-year-old neurotypical daughter. And which, for those of you that don't understand, neurotypical means um, typically thinking, typically acting, typically developing. Neurodivergent is neurodiverse, meaning some sort of neurodifferences or autism. Okay. So uh, when you hear that, just kind of a, a school there. But um, with a son, we thought, what can we do for him to plan for his life into adulthood because you know when you get the diagnosis at a young age you look into therapies and you're doing all of the things to help them talk and walk and, and communicate but then once they get to 18 21 they age out of school then what mm. right how do they work where, where are they comfortable and so we always talked about well what if we owned a business what would that look like what can we do would it be ice cream would it be what car wash we lived in florida at one time we thought maybe a car wash and then uh, we moved up here, uh, Roger's from up here. We moved up here from Florida six years ago and we started meeting different people in the communities through Autism Speaks Walks, Autism Connection events, and met a company called Progress City who really wanted to help families create their businesses, get them standing up on their own, and then back away and let them run. Erin, is that Laura McCurdy's? It is Laura yeah. McCurdy's Okay, company. that's mm -hmm. what I thought. Or she works for them. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we just gave her ownership rights. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> she owns it. She's like, I'm not a CEO. Uh, but yeah, so Progress City helped us over the 2021 really stand up the company, get the financial backing, what we needed to do. And then we were able, um, goodbye retirement, uh, <laughs> create the business. And Roger left his full-time corporate job in healthcare administration to do so what you want to do. about 16 years in healthcare, it just decided there's got to be a better way. There's got to be something else we can do, something more for not only our son, as Aaron just spoke about, but others, those on the spectrum. So why fudge? Why fudge? Well, um, it just kind of really happened, to be honest. It was, um, as, as Aaron mentioned, you know, we were looking for an opportunity for something for our son and for mm -hmm. others on the autism spectrum. And uh, it just so happens to be that an individual was selling that company and I learned a little bit about it. And I thought, you know what, this may be perfect for uh, for individuals on the spectrum. A lot of the behaviors are rather repetitive um, and they can just jump right in there. And it's um, it's just great real world experience, not only for our, our full-time employee that we have, but also we partner with area high schools. So allow them the opportunity to come in and, and get that experience. And it's just, um, 
I don't know. I, she says, I finally have a job where I'm happy. So it, uh, And you can well, tell. Yeah. You can yeah, tell. And so clearly you've been, ex- you've experienced different therapy, maybe even experimental therapy. And now you have the, do you notice that the business and working is better or more, or there's a better result than therapy or is it just as good as some of their therapy I guess I mean it seems like it's real life so it would be yeah, yeah. it's I think it's um it goes hand in hand I okay. think you know sure. I think while therapy is it's also that repetitiveness yes I remember our therapist when Jake was three that said this is not an overnight fix so if you think it's an overnight fix sure you need to right. leave or figure it out and come back and you know Jake's been in therapy since just before he was three and I think this helps take if people have been in ABA or speech or OT, you know, this touches on fine motor skills because you're putting stickers on, you're putting things in bags, you're, you're packaging. Um, it focuses on your social communication because Roger may come in with a, this is what needs to be done, A, B, and C on a, on a list, and they need to be able to communicate if they can do it or if they can't do it or if they need help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think it's a it, it helps take what you learn in therapies, put to practice, and apply it. Yeah, yes. apply it in a real yeah. life situation. Go ahead, Roger. Well, I was just saying a lot of times I have them work together as teams, so it allows them the opportunity to work with a partner because you know in, in many jobs you're not always by yourself, right? You have to work to be able to work well with others. Like you guys work so well together. Right? Uh, yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors, uh, Roger. Sorry, wait, sorry. Wait. Yeah. We will oh, fight the whole part. way home. Okay. <laughs> Good, John. You were going to say. No, I was going to ask you then. Not that you're a specialist now, but you're clearly a practical specialist. Right. Could you could you go out now in a uh, I don't know, let's call it a speaking tour for and educate people like us who own a company as to how to interact with someone. Great with, question. With, yeah. uh, with this disability? Well, I, I think I've, I've learned more in the last year than I had before. Okay. You know, but one thing I've always said about individuals on the spectrum, you meet one individual on the spectrum, you met one individual on the spectrum because everybody is so oh, vastly different. Okay. I see. So it's okay. unique. But what I, what I love about our business and where I really is cool about Spectrum Fudge, it's, it's a family affair. It really is. And we balance each other out really well, right? So there's a lot of the stuff that she knows from the, should I say clinical or at least the uh, educational aspects that goes along with those individuals on the spectrum. And I, I kind of bring behind uh, the production piece of it. So okay. together, I think, is what makes it work so well. Okay. But I think, you know, from, I'll get choked up to say this, but from a mother's perspective, right? So we want perfection for our children. And so the minute we think something's wrong, we obsess because yeah. we're like, what is it? And we're double checking every little thing. And I, you know, I say this very candidly. I've gotten to know you. Your heart is so real and so amazing and what you're doing for other people is so good because my oldest is 20 and will be 20 he came up in that time when Jenny McCarthy came out and said don't get vaccinated because and you know we're not being political in any stretch I'm just pointing out sure. a time in life sure. and people stopped getting vaccinated because they were petrified that the, the children were getting autism from that now I'm not judging who chooses what what side they're on but I remember going, oh my gosh, he lined his shoes up perfectly. Is this what this is? Because no one knew what it was at that time. And so there was this sort of outpouring of what do you do? And it makes you look to yourself as a parent and say, 
how do I cope with this? And here you are, not only coping with it every single day that I can't imagine what your days are like, because it is different. Let's face it, it's different than what we know. But now you're advocating for his well-being and others because you don't know what's next. You know, and it's funny that you say that. And yes, 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 yes. Sorry. To everything you've said. Yeah. Because, you know, I there was a time where I just called it the A word. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Because I couldn't say it without breaking down in tears. Yeah. And then there was times where I talked myself out and was like, I don't see it. Do you see it? I don't see it. And then he'd be like, Well, I see it. And I'm like, Oh, I don't see it. And it wasn't until I left for a weekend and he came and he had he was with the kids all weekend and was like, Oh, now I see it. And you know, and that was about twenty months old for him. And I remember thinking, What did I do? Is it that yes. one oh, yeah. glass of wine I had at thirty eight weeks? You just constantly rethink and like, What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And so with this, you know, I always say there was a couple of things that made me realize one, we need to get him checked. Um, one, it was an Autism Speaks commercial. And it was one of their PSAs that said, Well, maybe he's a boy. Maybe he just starts later. Maybe, maybe, or maybe it's not. And I went, and I remember turning it off every time it came on because I didn't want to hear it. I was like, nope. And uh, finally, I was like, okay, I can't not listen to it anymore. Yes. And uh, but then, when you, as we've practiced and gone through it with him, we see. I remember one of the first appointments was he'll never do this, he'll never do that, he'll never do this, and I was like. Oh my gosh, he's gonna live in our basement forever. We didn't even have a basement at that time. But I was like, "That's a problem." He's gonna live in our basement forever. Yeah, like, and then swim. she's so, like, "Roger, go down there and dig. Build a basement, Roger. Dig. We may be in Florida. He may be swimming, but it's fine." Um, but then when we, you know, we started seeing what he could do, and that's when it was was like. Oh my gosh, what could he do? You know, and then I worked um, at a company where we partnered with a company out in New York called Autism um, Employers, Integrated Autism Employers. And they both had children on the spectrum. And then they talked about what they could do. And I was like, Roger, we could do something. We Mm -hmm. could do something like this. And they were more of like a coaching and counseling and finding the right position. And so, you know, it's just building that network and who you talk to. And I will say the one thing, one of the best things out of all of this that came out was, you know, Roger traveled a lot with work. Jake, our son, was right at my side for everything. I was his person. I was his advocate. I had to, like, peel him off me in any situation. Well, Roger's been home more. And now Roger works with individuals on the spectrum. So his patience level for Jake is tremendous now. And now Jake has found another person that he can be. That's such a good point because that's the reality of it. We, as people, parents who don't have autistic children... We, we can't say that. You can say we've built patience because it's okay to not be patient because you wouldn't be yeah. human. Oh, yeah. We have our moments. Hey, yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. Patience is huge. And, you know, I know there's mom mom guilt out there, right? Uh-huh. Dad guilt is a real thing, too. And as she Still, indicated about yes. my last job, I traveled three, four nights a week. I was gone. So it just felt like it was the right time for so many reasons to kind of bring this company forward mm-hmm. and, and kind of make this hope. happen yeah. not just for Jake but for right. so many others so many along others, the way because yeah. he's only 13 he was soon to be 13 yes. it's the others that we're helping right Absolutely. now and, and more yet to come that, that inspire us change the subject talk fudge yes, yes. yes. how yes. can we buy fudge and help the cause wow alright how well first our website yep. www.spectrumfudge.com had to put the plug in there <laughs> uh, but also no. and on the website you'll see all the great places that we wholesale so we put their, their logo on there where they're located we wholesale at uh 
fudge only, but at the Pittsburgh International Airport in the Hudson News stores. Oh, really? So if you're yeah. flying out Terminal A or C, they're in the Hudson News stores okay. on the corner. Um, then we also have different, like um, in Brookline, we're in two locations in Brookline now at the Steel City uh, Craft Emporium in Fox's Pizza. And Fox's Pizza came about because a family, they are affected by autism. Oh, Their daughter's on the spectrum. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they want to see. So then it's just you touch, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, you can buy chocolate anywhere, right? Yep. It's the connection. Yep. It's the story yeah. that That's really it. steps yes. us apart. And we ship uh, to anywhere in the country. And uh, we do fundraisers. We do fundraisers. We do fundraisers, corporate gifting. We have great return back to the organizations and schools. Um, and and we've added not just fudge on the site. We've now added chocolate covered pretzels and turtles and Oreos and trademark. And one Oreos. of the things I'm most excited about is we launched our website the week before Thanksgiving. We now hit 20 states Yay. in just a few months. Boom. So That's we're, cool. we're trying to hit them all here. What have you guys learned about chocolate at this point? Oh my God. You know, you know, you know are what you I've chocolate, learned? Chocolate uh, connoisseurs, are you, are you know, we're at this getting point? there. Well, okay. getting what there. I've learned is it's Journey. temperamental. <laughs> okay. Yes. And when you, like, if your room that you're dipping the chocolate in is cold, the chocolate's not going to dry well okay. or it's going to work too fast. And yeah. I don't do well. Okay. <laughs> Patience, yeah. right? I don't have that when it comes to chocolate. Are you, you guys, guys ready to answer our question of the day? Your story is amazing, sure. too, though. Thank All you right. so much for being with us. Well, thank and you for having us. stay tuned because they're doing a little collab with you, Jagoff. It's a little black and gold, and it has something to do with fudge. Yeah, just yeah. Ah, coming Big soon. Announcement coming? Coming All right. soon. But go In the meantime, ahead. the question of the day is, if you have a chance to go to, to space, oh, okay. mm-hmm. you're not 100% guaranteed. You think you're going to get back, but you're, it's not 100% guaranteed that you would get back. Would you go? Could I take my family? Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Rachel. Would uh, Rachel. I be able to watch the Steelers and the Penguins up there? While you're up there, but if John, you don't get I back. I liked them, can and I watch now they're doing their thing. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. We're like, we're looking for all of our. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, He's like, can I pack 29 bags? <laughs> Rules of Rachel. You don't ask product. questions. You can don't I bring have can ice yeah, after can I bring my can I bring my beautician? No. Right. Yes. I, I think I would go. I think, yeah. I think you know. Sports package. <laughs> Can we take required. our minivan? Can we yeah, take right, no. Right, right, right. Answer, an, no. It's an Odyssey, not a minivan. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Well, I like it. There you go. I like it. Yeah. All, right. All right. So your answer is? Uh, yes. Yeah. I would do it. Once in a lifetime opportunity. You never know. You got one life to live. I'm a safety girl. Roger, Aaron, thank you so much. One more time. What is the website www.spectrumfudge.com check them out you guys they're fantastic people with a great cause and great fudge we have to say thank you to sarah here at the carnegie science center the mars exhibit is amazing actually all the stuff that they thought up about and jason brown thank you to coming on thank you to monica who does all of our editing and tracy who makes this all happen tracy does it all yep Thanks to Aaron and Roger. Get and some fudge. Kelly and Monica with Love Pittsburgh and right. Matt again. Right. And thank you to Rorik Honda. Price is important and customer satisfaction priceless. This phrase is key for Rorik Honda customers past and future to know. Uh, have you visited our Bloomfield location? Visit RorikHonda.com for all of your vehicle needs. Have an amazing weekend. And Thanks, thank everybody. you also for patroning the Hairpiece Charities. We're super excited. We'll bring home a win.